This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, everyone? We are back with Bachelor Happy Hour. I am Joe. And And I am Serena. And this is a special crossover episode with Almost Famous, Ben and Ashley. I'm so happy that they are here. You guys, you've been doing this for seven years. I thought I'd been in the franchise for a long time, but seven years. How do do we feel? The podcast has been seven years. Yeah, I know. We've been part of it for more than that. So it's been almost nine years for Mason's filming. No way. Ben, how about you? Probably eight then. I would assume. A little bit less. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit less. A year year after Ashley was when I, uh, I guess, was the Bachelor, but the Bachelorette season happened right after Ashley's season. You know, it's funny. um, As you announced this, Joe, I just thought, yes, it's been a while. It still feels fresh. Um, Part of that is because I think many of us were pretty young when we were on the show. Um, and so a lot of people, you know, now are even older than I am today and they're just now going on the show, but it's, it's interesting that we're, uh, we're still the ones talking about it. Like this is like, we're still the ones engaged in it. 
that like n- that kind of new blood hasn't came through and taken over our jobs, which I'm so happy about. I'm so thankful for. Well, you, your season of The Bachelor, I re- I specifically remember you, Ben, because you were like the first, like, you were like the first young guy that became a lead. Mm-hmm. How old were you? Well, when I was on uh, The Bachelor, I, I had just turned 25. And then, so I was um, 25 uh, during The Bachelor, I believe. So I was pretty young. Um, I was the yeah, second that is young. to Jesse Palmer, who was like a month younger than me when he was The Bachelor. So, yeah, I was a, I was a young lead. Yes, you, you, Ben, you were you were a young lead. Um, but let's just kind of go back. And Ashley, you could jump in on this. Were were you guys the first Bachelor podcast? We were. Yes, we were. No, Jason Mesnick had one with his wife for years. Really? Uh, and it did great. Yeah, but it was it was kind of we were the first Bachelor podcast once podcasts had a revenue stream and had a model around it. It was still the Wild West in a lot of ways, but there became like ad platforms and the ability to edit better kind of right when we launched. And so they did it um, still with recordings, but it was very raw, but people were still listening. It was kind of like AM AM radio compared to FM radio. And then, you know, you expand and evolve into what we have today, which are um, good pieces of content. So I would say we were the first uh, to do that in this kind of new era of podcasts. And then a lot of them followed. Yeah. 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 You could, you could, um, also for our listeners, you could catch the first half of this, um, at almost famous, this conversation. Cause I did mention, I did mention it, but I remember recording with you guys and Ben saying like, he asked me a question that I think might've been inappropriate. And he's like, no one listens to this. And then the producer chimed in and is like, we have like, an insane amount of listeners, Ben. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> what was the question? What was the question? I, I, don't I don't remember. I remember I, I don't, for I don't, some it, reason you were in the studio alone with me, and Ben was over his va- FaceTime or whatever it was. Yes, yes. So uh, I remember just being like sitting next to you and you being so nervous and shy and being like, "This guy, we gotta get him to come more comfortable. Does he need a drink?" You could, uh, you could truly. I think you could truly like feel my anxiety and my negative energy. Um, probably why I asked you the question I did. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. probably threw one at you to say, this yeah. guy has no chance. Let's, yeah. let's just it's like this guy. Make him. Hey, asshole, do you got a personality? Um, <laughs> yeah. How would we ever can say loosen this guy up? What, how would we ever think that you would become such a staple in the Bachelor franchise? Really such an icon. Here I am, but uh, almost famous. How did you two, how did you two become you two? You know? Um, it just being us. Was it, but like, how did you decide to do Almost Famous together? Was it after Winter Games? Oh, no. No, we were paired together via our producer, Amy Sugarman. She was like, Ashley, you're kind of like the kooky one who's like very emotional, definitely like a side character. And then like, he's definitely leading man. And it'd be interesting to put the two of you together. And then we ended up doing Winter Games together about six months after we started recording the podcast. So it was just really easy to go into that show when you had somebody who was such a, a true friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was probably also good for just like your podcasting relationship to get to spend so much time together in person, like filming mm-hmm. a show together. Like you probably came out of that even stronger host. Yeah. You know, and it's it's interesting. So the show's original idea was they didn't really know who was going to host it. But, you know, uh, our producer, Amy, had an idea that she wanted to have a Bachelor show. She's been involved um, in the Bachelor franchise for a while. 
I kind of threw in some different hosts out there. And, uh, you know, I was coming fresh off of my season as The Bachelor. So I was kind of the name that, you know, was lucky enough to hit that timing. We used to record this on our cell phone. So I would call into a line. Ashley would call into a line. We would record via cell phone. Obviously, today we don't. But the thing that works for Ashley and I, and um, I think people nowadays see it more than they did at the beginning. Ashley and I have always been more similar than we are different. Um, you know, we have different ways of expressing our emotions, obviously, and kind of different interests in life. She loves boy bands and pop culture, and I care less about any of it. But the way we see the world and the way we, you know, we wanted to have a podcast where this wasn't like the one that bashed on everybody all the time. We love to bash. We love to judge. We love to critique. We but we really don't want to ruin wish we could do life. it more, you know? <laughs> yeah, but we don't want to ruin anybody's life through this show. So we both like held that value strong to us. And then when people ask me how we work as hosts, I always explain it as Ashley is the one that's always in tune with everything going. Like she's typically knows the headlines. She knows the people. She knows the statuses. She like has really good ideas of what's going on in the franchise. I know nothing half the time. No, no. Um, ben then knows like the morality of people. Then he like yeah. knows the big things in life. And I'm like, really? Because he wore stupid earrings. And then yeah. he's like, but what do the earrings mean? Yeah. And so I'm like the dad that gets to like be out of touch and just sitting here and be entertained. And Ashley gets to keep us moving and grooving. And I just no. keep us on time and not off topic by, you know, wide margins all the time. So it's been fun. And the chemistry has just grown, I think, over seven years. I feel like that's great. It sounds like you guys like really balance each other out. Like you both bring different things to the table. And like, that's why you mesh well as hosts. No, and thank you, you mentioned like you guys thank have you, different... You have different like roles in the podcast. And we talked a little bit on part one of this episode about having disagreements on the podcast. Would you have any like major memorable disagreements from your time hosting together? Because, you know, you talked a lot about the good stuff. Like, give us the ugly. Well, <laughs> any, I think like right. big fights. <laughs> no, no real fights. But right now he doesn't understand why I could defend Brayden at all. I say that I play devil's advocate a lot. Just because, like, I can see why Charity swooned immediately by him. Like, it's not going to last long, but, like, I get it as a girl. Yeah. yeah. I've actually said the same thing. And I feel like yeah. that's the good thing, too, about having, like, a guy-girl girl guy. pairing. Yeah. Is, like, Joe, I can be like, I get it as a girl why she likes these things. You know, yeah. it's going to fade. So you guys obviously have strong opinions on Brayden this season. How what else, else are you ben? feeling about Charity season? Or, yeah, any other disagreements you Anything got, Anything else we've disagreed about? I mean, I think I think the behind the scenes has always been interesting. When we were in person more, uh, most of our disagreements existed around our own personal lives. And sometimes they'd be hashed out on the show. So like for a bit in Ashley's story, I remember vividly when she was kind of like into Jared, but dating other people and trying to figure out what life looked like. And she was super sad. And like those would always be really frustrating moments. I have moments on my phone of videotaping her being like, Ashley, snap out of it. Like, you know what you want. You know what you need. Figure this out quicker, you know, quickly. Uh, the same stuff would happen with me, right? So this podcast launched uh, a week after Laura and I broke up publicly. Awkward timing, for real. Yeah, it was perfect timing for the launch yeah. of a podcast for everybody <laughs> but me. But, you know, behind the scenes, it's not always been pretty with me. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's ever been pretty, but there's been a lot of, like, really emotional moments where I was like, I don't want to record today or I don't want to talk about this or hey, I'm, you know, dating this person and I don't know how to get out of it. And I don't think it's right, but I'm in, kind of in this, I'm stuck in it and it feels good because now I'm not so lonely. And Ashley's been there for that. And sometimes those things used to more than now get expressed on the show. 
And, uh, and it was good to have that person with me. Like Ashley very quickly stepped into as a confidant in my life. And as somebody that I would kind of bounce ideas off of kn- knowing, um, because she was the one person from the show that I could speak with so often. She knew enough about what my experience was like as the lead on this show to say, okay, you know, where are you at? What, what What's going on? Like snap out of it. You can't be doing this stupid stuff. So that's, those maybe are his disagreements, but there's just been some ugly moments behind the scenes and, and some like good friendship battles. Um, He's now, like, Jared's you- not into you. And I'm like, but I think that he is. <laughs> I think I, I think I can force him. I think I, I, I can trick him. I, I think I got him. He doesn't uh, show stuff. You did yeah. force him if that was your plan. <laughs> it worked. wasn't forced, guys. <laughs> your woman's uh, intuition was right. Yes, thank you. She got him. But, you know, uh, it's been a really fun journey. And I think if you listen back at the beginning, you know, we were both single and trying to figure it out. And then, yeah. you know, at the same time, I was thinking about going back on the show. Nobody really knows that. But I was at some moment in my life, like when I was single again, going, should I go back to be The Bachelor? Like, Where, is this, are you breaking they news ever, on their did, podcast and not ours? Did they ask you I've to double about this do on it? our podcast before, remember? They, they asked, asked me, you to do it back-to-back seasons? Or not oh, back-to-back skip back a season, season. Skip a season. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, I don't know if it was ever an official ask, but it was a, hey, are you interested? Mm. Would you ever consider it? And okay, okay, okay. So it wasn't like you were in the room about there was There wasn't a contract yet, but there, yeah, was, okay. there was a mention. Yeah. What so, are your, go ahead. There's, there's, so there's those moments, like, and those are things that maybe you don't talk about on the show, but you talk about with somebody that's been on the show. And that's what our podcast is. Yes. Yes. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but 
you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ben, being being a former lead and Ashley knowing everything about everything, um, what are your thoughts on charity? Me? Yeah, you oh, go both first, of us? Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I want Ben's from a lead perspective, but I want yours, Ashley, from uh, an Ashley I perspective. Because oh, that's very sweet. Been... Oh, I mean, she's very likable. And then when, like, you talk to her personally, like, she's even more likable. And then I just don't know about her cat. Like, I just don't feel, like, super swooned by her cast of men overall. But I think what's important is that there's definitely someone she's going to end up with. You know what I mean? Like in my head. You just need one. Yeah, exactly. Like, you I feel one, like I, you can have I 30 guys. You just need one of them to make a connection. Uh, yes. So if you guys were to pick one guy now, who would it be? And my choice is only after episode three, not after any. Like the other two episodes, I thought like, oh, I like him, but I don't know how she feels. I will release my pick after. Lost of- I will. I- I'll talk about my pick after you guys say who you think I, I'm referring to. My I'll let Joe answer because we're the both of us here because we have the same opinion on this. My pick right now is Dot. I, I feel like they have have the most comfortable chemistry. I guess I literally feel like they could be soulmates. Like right? they have an incredible connection. It's unbelievable. If but they did don't you end see up. It? For the, Oh, yeah. Like the we have one, talked- and, one and two, one and two. But it was definitely three that really cemented it for us. Right. When she brought him up to his bedroom or her bedroom. Yeah. That conversation. Joe wrote in his notes. She gets lost in his eyes. Like she he wrote that down in his notes for a recap. So cute. But truly, oh, like romantic. if they don't end up together, like we have talked so much about how we want them to end up together. Yeah. So like, you know, I. It, we, we we really hope that's how it works out and no shade if that's not who she's with right now or but I know we so far we're loving him I feel like yeah. Joey's Joey's a close second but charity Absolutely. is charity is going out of her way to give Dotton private time like uh-huh. Ben did you go out of your way to give anyone we don't have to really talk about the women on your season if you don't want to but like did you, i don't mind yeah like did you go people. out of did They're you go out of your did you go out of your way as a lead like telling production like i want private time with with this person no and there's one good reason for that it's not that i didn't like them it's because i'm such an introvert and i had so little private time and like alone time in general i wasn't giving up any of my own alone time to spend <laughs> time with anybody else um so i uh I definitely took uh, took my time just to be alone. It was more fun for me and healthier. So I never did. I never remember putting in a special request being like, hey, you guys get away. I didn't really even know I could um, and not that I'd want to. But uh, were there things that you would do for the women that you had a stronger connection with to kind of go a little above and beyond for them? Like Charity has mentioned that she's giving Dotton like a lot of special private one-on-one time during the cocktail parties, like pulling him away into private areas so they can like really connect and like not have to worry about the other guys. Like were there things like that that you did for your kind of favorite? Yeah, definitely. But that was later on. 
So uh, she, so the interesting part about this conversation to me is we're having this conversation after episode three and you guys feel so strongly about this. And if it goes well and, you know, there's no big like speed bumps and no big issues, this could go down as one of the most beloved couples and that we could remember because they've both been beloved since the beginning, you know, and they both had this connection since the beginning. But typically we don't have these conversations week three. And if we do, there's usually a big issue that arises because the show doesn't like to, you know, give us this much this early on to where we're like, yeah, it has to be him. Uh, that's, that's why I, I don't think he's going to have a one-on-one. Well, while. my sneaky pick is Xavier. Like, I still think Xavier's kind of been there and, and been solid and hasn't been showing a lot. I feel like that storyline has to increase at some point because when we do see him, we're like, this guy's great and he's been uh-huh. been solid. Um, so I just feel like there's something that's going to happen uh, that's going to really like either tear our hearts out or make us celebrate them more. I think Charity is awesome. Um, you know, she's just very likable. She was a great choice as the lead. I think she um, encompasses what a, a great lead is. I'm not yet. I'm still not convinced that her her picker is perfect because there's some people around that I would have said goodbye to week one after a family member goes, hey, you should probably say goodbye to them. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued by that, but it's not a big mark on her. I mean, at the end, she has to just pick one right and uh, and everybody's happy. Yeah, I yeah, like your take on Xavier. I do agree. I think he could be a sleeper that we start seeing into like maybe week four, week five, like really come out of the shadows. This also feels like a really fast season. I think we're already at like 10 guys after episode three. Yeah. Um, because we begin with not to have yeah, a disagree. Not to have a disagreement here, but I'm pretty but, sure you disagreed when I chose Xavier because Xavier is in my top four. He, well, okay, we picked after episode one, and no, I did not put Xavier in my top four. But now, after three episodes, mm. I do agree he is. I didn't think he. I didn't say he wasn't a catch. I just after the first episode, didn't put him in my my prediction. You guys, um, she really threw us off last week. So we had Jerry on the podcast, and she said that amongst her top four was Warwick, and she didn't put Dotton into it. So I was like, okay. So I feel like she's excluding Don for a reason to throw us off a little bit. And then Warwick, did you think that, do we legitimately think that she had high expectations for him? No. Maybe though. I mean, it's early. Yeah. She's cute. It's it's early on. I think that she thought maybe one-on-one he'll come out of his shell more. But like, he seems to be like just who he is. Like, I don't think he's just like a shy guy who needed to open up. I think Warwick is genuinely just like a quieter dude who was like not interested in leaning into the process at all. I know. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't even interested in going on the show. I don't know why. He wasn't he... looking for a relationship. He basically said it. Yeah, I don't really like, jump into relationships because, you know, um, what did he say? What was his reasoning for that? What I don't a weird remember. statement to make when you're on The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like if there's one, if there's like a top three statements to never say publicly while you're on the show that would be number one like hey i'm not really into relations like yeah, jump into relations. yeah. It's like, like, i'm not a very good communicator that's why yeah. she's like what are you know what show you're on right like they explain yeah. to you why you're here and how this works like it's so crazy like this show's been around for so long how people don't do just like just a touch of research you don't have to spend you don't even have to spend the whole day just an hour just an hour if you're potentially going on the show uh before we let you you guys go, Ashley, I do want to ask you one question. Any of the guys from this season give you successful Paradise vibes? Successful Paradise vibes, yes. Um, 
Oh, successful as in like leads to marriage. Yes. Yeah. I'm not talking like we all, we We're all not, know. Like, talking like, about we, good character because like, yeah, like good we, character we is watch probably, a, like, the wrestling guy. Yeah, like we watch a Brayden and we're like, okay, he's if he doesn't end up with charity, he's going to be in paradise. But is there anyone you're like, I can see paradise working for this one person? Hmm. You did. You have to say Joey, Ash. Like Joey's I a say, I, like, yeah. Joey is. Okay, so this is, this is why Joey's not screaming out of my mouth right now. I don't think he's going to be there because I think he'll be top three and in consideration for The Bachelor. Okay. Yeah, or matter. with charity, right. so take, or he could be with take charity. That, take the the mathematics out of it of who could end oh, okay. up in the well, end. Okay, well then definitely Joey. Okay. Anybody else? Like I can even think of anymore. I mean, I I'm think like, Aaron B. You have Aaron to Xavier. Sure, um, I thought about I thought about Xavier for a second, but probably Aaron B. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of pair. I mean, I think the one thing about this cast, yes, Ashley has not been swooned over by them. And I'm not like most seasons, Ashley and I go into the bachelor and bachelor saying, okay, the bachelor or bachelor, it's great. Like we think they're a good choice or we think they're going to be super boring, but that doesn't really matter because the cast is the show. They entertain. They're the most of the content this year. I think charity is, you know, the main reason why we're watching to see her go through this journey. And the cast has, uh, is kind of playing, you know, is in second place. They're running behind her and she, and I think as a result, though, we're not seeing that the cast really does want to find love. Like there are people here that are really interested in doing this well and not here for the celebrity of it all, which I think is a great change. And I think that makes good paradise people. Um, I think it makes good characters in paradise. I just don't think it makes a great cast because they aren't the big personalities that stand out to us and that lead this show, which is fine. Uh, I'm happy to watch Charity. <laughs> well, hopefully, I uh, absolutely agree with that. Yeah, and hopefully as the season, I'm assuming though, as the season goes on, you know, we there's less and less guys. We see more and more of them, and then they really start to shine, and we we see their personalities. But we've been running a little too late. We got to let you guys go because I know you're very very busy. Um, thank you, Ben, and thank you, Ashley, for being here, and thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. And don't forget, new episodes of The Bachelorette air every Monday at nine eight central on ABC, and then stream the next day on Hulu. Yes, and make sure to tune in to new episodes of Bachelor Happy Hour every week. We are going to have some great guests on. We've got all kinds of exclusive interviews coming up. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Ben and Ashley, again. And we'll see everyone next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. 
With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night.